Hello and welcome, my lovelies, to The D Word. I am your host, Deanna Butcher, Spiritual Development Coach. This season, we are diving in deep and we are talking all things spiritual. It is time to awaken, illuminate, and transform your life, my lovely, and I am blessed you've chosen me to be your guide. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the podcast, lovelies. I love and appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in each and every week. Our podcast is growing and thriving thanks to each and every one of you. And um, I wanted to introduce to you guys today my amazing husband, Jason. He's in the studio for the first time. And I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you. And hello, everyone. Uh, I've wanted to do this for so long and and kind of... uh a shy and quiet guy so it's, it's been a little nerve-wracking to do <laughs> yeah and and we've come to the conclusion already that i'm the one that does all the talking yes. so <laughs> yeah. yeah so he, he doesn't get much in <laughs> i will do my best to yeah for you guys to be so introduced to jason today so i'm so excited you know like you said we we want we've wanted to do this for a while and you know and we're even working closely together now on integrating into spiritual development programs for you, right? For those listeners out there and for couples, you know, and I wanted to bring in the male perspective as well to the podcast. So I'm so grateful, Jason, that you're here because I've, I've had many messages and many connections from you ladies saying, my husband wants to learn more or how does your husband deal with these things or what's this meant for your relationship or how can I communicate this with my husband? And, so we're here to kind of share that today on the podcast. So we kind of wanted to, what you can expect from today's episode is we'll talk about from his perspective, you know, what it was like for him to witness my awakening and then now to see you awaken, Jason, and then how we've integrated that in the family and how we've progressed in the children's awakening and how we balance all that together as a family. Because I think that's probably the biggest question that I get is... How do I, now that I know what I know, how do we integrate this into our everyday? Like, how do you live spiritually? So I think we've done a pretty good job at managing that. And I think we've lived a pretty balanced life even for a while. <laughs> right. uh, as, yeah, as balanced and as normal as it can be to have a wife that talks to the dead, right? That's right. <laughs> so to get us started off, you know, I really wanted you know, for you, Jason, to share that perspective, you know, like, what was that like for you to be a man in a man's world working in the oil field, Northern Alberta, to have a wife that, you know, a decade ago has visions and is dealing with all this craziness? Uh, it was a different experience, that's for sure. <laughs> I look back at it and kind of laugh now, but uh, <laughs> um, I was nervous about it. Didn't know what people would think about it. Yeah. I think I, uh, being able to be on your journey with you and when you were doing those live shows coming with you really cemented my beliefs in it mm-hmm. and made me a lot more comfortable seeing so many people at those events and mm. how mainstream it actually is once you, you're you in the type of uh, environment. And then knowing that a lot of people, they are okay with it. Yeah. You don't talk about it, mm. but you're surprised to see how many people are actually okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was, it, even when I came out, like I was, 
you know, I had been doing sessions and readings like for two years before we ended up going to that event, you know, that you're talking about in Saskatoon, we went to a, a body, soul and spirit expo and I had a booth there and I tagged him along to be my booth buddy. <laughs> so for those, for those of you men listening who've ever done, you know, done the craft fairs or like a f- farmer's market with your wife, it's not pleasant. It's boring. <laughs> you know, little pack mules. And I was, that's kind of what I was, exper- you know, expecting really out of the experience. Cause that was my first show I had done as well. I think being in Northern Alberta, we kind of just wanted to go as far away from anyone we could possibly know. <laughs> Yeah, it was didn't any, know me. It was anything but boring. It was, oh, uh, it was intense. Eye-opening. I think, I think <laughs> my jaw was on the floor for most of it. it just hearing and seeing and uh, witnessing some of the things that were being said and uh, um, brought forward and the reactions of the uh, customers and people there. Mm. There's some really special uh, healers out there, and uh, you're one of them for sure. Mm, thank you. No, I... I've been blessed because, I mean, although you didn't necessarily reluctantly, like, come with me, (laughs) you know, um, you you certainly never fought it. But I'm very fortunate to have had you really from the beginning, even if you didn't understand it, you supported it and understood that I was helping people. And even if you didn't know how or why, uh, you know, or not necessarily why, but like why that method, I guess, was effective or like why people needed it, you know, because I think even myself, I had those reservations. It's like why are we doing this and why do I have this ability? Why does this matter? And then trying to explore that and explain that to, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't normal in my family. Nobody was intuitive in my family. And then certainly, you know, you'd never heard of psychics either. No. And it wasn't something that we had in our well, heard farming of, community. I've heard of psychics, but you know, it was oh, all Miss Cleo. It, it was in movies. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, was, it was not a real thing. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. And or those uh, psychic hotlines you would you yeah. call into, but it <laughs> yeah. wasn't uh, something believable, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, we've had, I mean, even our own set of challenges, right? Like, we've never done anything easily. And it's always been <laughs> a challenge and a test, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this was just another one of those tests. And, you know... Because, I mean, you know, I've shared on the podcast before, you know, Jason and we have four little ones that are on the other side. We had four miscarriages and, you know, we started our young lives out together. We were 18 when we met and we were 21 when we got married and 22 when we bought our first home. And and then right away started experiencing difficulties with having a family and blessed to have two healthy, healthy boys now. But, it, you know, certainly was a test. And then for me to awaken just one month after our youngest was born, certainly, um, yeah, it just seemed like everything was like one thing after another as far as our challenges because then the awakening wasn't easy, right? Like I had a lot of healing to do and I had a lot of things to overcome and fears and triggers and and I think you've managed that really well as, you know, and especially in the last year when I've dove really deep into shit you didn't even know I was carrying right and didn't know was there because I didn't know was there but then also I wasn't sharing it with anyone and so you've been really good at that like being that support system but then also allowing me to release those triggers and I think that that's huge because you know we've talked a lot uh you and I about like how we've done really well that way because we can't just go to a counselor (laughs) like you know, or in my mind, because it's like, I always feared 
that as soon as I would go to a counselor, they'd lock me up because I'm crazy. <laughs> he doesn't understand that I talk to the dead. Okay. <laughs> you know, but it was because even the things I was awakening to, you know, a decade ago, I was seeing all these things happening in the world and you know, all these changes that were happening. And, and I know from listening to you folks that are tuning in each week and you're responding and you're connecting with me, you're saying, yeah, like, how do I talk to my husband about this? Or how can I share more of myself with my spouse? Right. And I think, you know, so from your perspective, Jace, what was maybe the hardest thing to support or what was hard from your perspective, like being the one that was witnessing this and then how to help? Uh, my The hardest thing was my blockages. Mm. I would say that my ego towards it and my just position on it, I guess, it, how, my attitude towards it, I should say. Mm. And then the fear of what others thought. Mm. And that, that I think that um, my biggest blockage was, you know, what would my parents think and our close family and friends. Mm. And uh, with, with my parents, when, when we talked to them about it, uh, it didn't register. I don't even know if it's still registered. No. They, <laughs> have, so sweet. <laughs> they don't have an uh, idea of what exactly you do. And, yeah. But they, they're supportive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think we're closer to them now than we have been. Yeah. Um, you know, in the past and. And I found out that most people just don't really care. Like, really not don't. that they don't care. They're supportive, but it's they don't see negative towards anything. No. And it was all my made-up anxiety and fear. Mm. And I, that's, uh, getting over that was probably the hardest part. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talking to people, coming to your events, and just seeing how many people you help. That opened my eyes and it started me on my own awakening mm-hmm. and me searching my own path and uh, my own answers. There's lots of YouTube videos out there and some great mentors that have some really good insight into things. And I think we've shared a lot of information between the both of us. It's, mm-hmm. it's really helped. Yeah. Well, and I'll, you guys hit us up as well. You know, hit my, my, my Facebook page if you guys ever have questions for Jason or. You know, if you have a spouse that's saying, okay, well, I'm ready to talk about this and I want a male's perspective, you know, reach out to us and say, hey, I got a question for Jason. All the links will be below there where you can connect with me, Um, but we'll both be active there um, answering your messages and your questions. But, you know, certainly I think as it was awakening and as I was awakening and as you guys do too, you begin to clearly see that it's not just you that awakens and you talked about like how... Which was even interesting for you to say because I didn't necessarily see it from that perspective at the time where you felt that the blockages were within yourself, but I saw you awakening too. Like it was like an energetic shift for both of us, even though mine was a different journey and a different awakening, I think, but we were certainly triggering each other. Yeah. And that was hard. And I think that's one of the big things too that I get from a lot of my clients is that it's not like, I didn't see it necessarily from like an angry or maybe you didn't even mean it that way, but like an angry or an ego way of you seeing it. Cause I don't think you were avoiding me or like pushing against me, but I think it was that we were really mirroring each other's triggers to expose everything at once. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, I can see like looking back now and that's why I say like, 
couldn't really go <laughs> to a counselor about it. Like, because, and I think that was maybe even part of our journey, like to work through that shit together, right? Deal with the karma because I feel like we've had a lot of challenges, right? And, but we navigated that and looking back on the last two years, although that was a hard two years, we've made more advances in this last year, even last six months, I'd say, than we probably have ever. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and but making big changes and then sticking to it, like, you know, and, and you've gone, you know, going through your shift and your awareness, right? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, the you know, not even just because of now what's happening, like with the world where you're shifting and becoming aware of like the banks or you're becoming aware of the, the cabal or things like that, because no one really goes looking for that shit, right? No, like, no. you know, and I think if if I hadn't saw the visions because your awakening was different, you weren't getting the visions. You had like what you were calling before, like a spiritual shift where you just became more spiritual, more aligned right. versus psychic or overly empathic where you were seeing visions of the world that you didn't understand. Yeah, my intuition, uh, just following my gut too, it's, yes. it's been a big uh, help. Knowing that I can trust yes. my intuition. Yeah. Well, and certainly more on par. Like, you know, and even both of us, like when we, it's like a linking up. <laughs> it's like our our twin flames ignited at the same time because we reconnected. And then now, like, you'll be at work. And if I'll have some anxiety, you feel it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are at it again. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah there's there's certain feelings i'm like uh oh yeah well and then or it'll be like you'll be stressed or if you're like overly excited then it just picks me up like if you're driving home from work and you listen to a great podcast or you got like a good tune going on and the roads are good to travel on and then by the time you get home i'm in like this pumped up state because now i feel that right right yeah it's been really cool and i think and that's been what's really helpful lately because although we've had the big shift of consciousness and awareness already. There's been a lot of energy going on. And, you know, we've been talking a lot in the last you know few days, even about what that's meant and trying to process, I think the feelings that I'm picking up from, from the change of the earth's vibration, right? The quantum field has certainly changed and it has I guess a greater sense of calmness. And I think we feel that in our community right now. Like even when we go out in public, like I don't get anxiety when I'm out in public right now. And there's just this calmness that's overcome us. And yet at the same time in the last few days, you know, and I'm recording this now on the 12th of April. So, you know, many of you empaths will relate to this. And if you have, you know, share your story with me as well. Because it felt really positive. And I think my soul knew that this was like the game time. This was a big shift. This is what we've been waiting for. You know, this is the time that we've all come. We awakened for this reason. We came here on this, this time to be a part of this shift. Now it's here. And my soul's like... I'm playing the game of that, right? Like I'm, I'm in that, I'm a part of it. I'm able to express myself freely and I'm not afraid anymore to talk about what was classified before as conspiracy theories, which now we understand are the truth. 
I'm not afraid to dive deep with people and share that perspective because I know that's why I'm here. And so part of that has created a lot of anxiety in me lately because now what do, what's next? Like, this is what my soul showed me until now. <laughs> and I don't really see past this. <laughs> and I always have to know, like, and I think that's what, you know, you're talking about because we talked about this earlier. You know, like, how do we move forward now? Like, with not our relationship, but like, how do we decide, well, where's our future going to be? What are we going to do for a living? Like, what do we want to accomplish? And I think it's kind of all, and maybe you guys can relate. It's like holding on to seeing, well, what comes in the next few weeks? And this is a new territory, I think, where we're able to, maybe for the first time, sit back and just trust the universe. Yes, yeah, pretty much where we're at, I guess. Yeah. Just sit back and wait. Sit back and wait. Because feeling like we're actually being cared for now. And I don't have to feel like there's like this expose is about to happen or that needs to happen, right? So yeah, so you've really witnessed, you know, my shift and my awareness and those challenges. Was it challenging when you knew, like when your soul knew it was time to shift? Was it challenging for you? Like what what were your reservations about coming into this awareness? A different attitude. A different way of looking at, at the the world. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think I think most of it you made my shift quite easy, honestly. It, because just having all that information and, and having seen what you've gone through um i didn't ha- <laughs> i didn't have all those boxes in my attic mm. or at least they didn't seem as hard as compared to yours you packed light <laughs> <laughs> i kept everything pretty shallow i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, you know, and honestly, though, like, even before your awakening, like, you were always pretty good at being, and not, like, nonchalant about stuff, but for the most part, you could let things go pretty quick, like, pretty easily. You didn't seem to let things dwell too much. You kind of went with the flow. Yeah, I went with flow. I think my patience uh, has increased a lot Mm -hmm. over this. Um, I think that's just looking more into the positive aspects of things. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, certainly when it comes to the kids and you're a great, I've always been a great teacher and I see that a lot with the kids. Yeah. It takes, it takes a lot of patience to <laughs> get them to listen and to teach them things, but I really enjoy it. It's, it's fun to see them growing up. It's fulfilling. That's for sure. Yeah. But with uh, my shift or my awakening, I think that look, having you as, as kind of a, a guide but also trying to find my own way mm-hmm. and using videos and YouTube has been very resourceful. Mm-hmm. It's a, a lot of what you've told me to to look at and watch and stuff that I found. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy I enjoy learning and, and mm-hmm. educating myself about it. Yeah, I like because you've really turned me on to Alan Watts, and then we both at this really at the same time discovered Jordan Peterson. Yeah, and that's been about almost two years ago now with Jordan. But yeah, it's been really cool to see like when you awaken the tools that just show up because I never saw that stuff before. Oh, it's like, it's like my homepage on my YouTube channel changed overnight. Yeah, 
And it was just, it's crazy to, to think that way. <laughs> yeah, it, it has. It was full of a bunch of useless videos. And now it's it's pretty much packed with everything that you watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm subliminally sending you things to, <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Like, so from that male perspective, because I mean, I know that I've had... I mean, I guess in some ways it was a challenge to say, okay, I'm a medium, I'm doing these things, but I was accepted in my community. And then at the same time, I didn't really care. But I also had the freedom of being able to be at home, run a business from home, work under a persona. So I was under the radar from people for about three years before people really understood who I was and what I did. So for you and your awakening, how has that been different or has it? What kinds of things have you faced or what fears did you have about I'm in a man's world working in the oil field, you know, and this is how I think now? At first, I think that it made me a little more, uh, a little bit of anxiety about it. Mm -hmm. And I think I kind of have two different personas, one at home and one at work. But I think my home persona of being awakened and spiritual has kind of followed me. Mm. to my to my work and outside the home mm-hmm. and almost by accident i would say yeah. like just just the way you think about things i mean yeah. i'm not sitting on top of my toolbox meditating no. like that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i just try to look at the positives in things and just how i talk to people and how i feel about people and i don't have an ego towards things anymore no yeah so that makes it makes a big difference Oh, definitely. Well, and then seeing the shift of just overall happiness. And I think that comes for most of us when we've awakened because there's this sense of relief, but then the sense of being able to figure out who you are as an individual. And I think it's harder. Maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it might be harder for men because there's such a societal thing you have to fit into. And maybe it's being in the oil field. Maybe it's, you know, being that man, you you have to be more in touch with your masculine and not have the balance of the masculine feminine, or I don't know, like. I didn't see any change in that. Like I, I didn't change how masculine I was or anything mm-hmm. like that. I think I was a little more comfortable with it just because I've had so long to do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You you kind of went gung-ho at it and ripped that tape off pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, there was no breathing and, in between. <laughs> and so I think yours shocked me so much that mm. it made mine feel pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to hear from you guys listening. Like, maybe you're the man that woke first, right? Like, so, you know, share with us in that perspective and you can hit it up on the Facebook page, pop it in the feed when I drop the link for this podcast And have that conversation with us, you know, if you have any questions for Jason about what that's like to navigate that. Because I think, you know, as a couple, I'm very fortunate, like I said, because we've worked together and you've understood and you've been patient and have seen me through that awakening, gave me the space when I needed it. And you knew intuitively when to lean in and allow me, which was part of my biggest trigger allow me to lean on somebody specifically than you to just trust fall. And, and we need that when we're awakening and going through these experiences. And I know from working with other healers and even my own mentors, you know, they were divorced. They didn't have 
the support and a lot of them really emancipated themselves from their families as well because they didn't have the support. So, you know, I'd love to hear that perspective if you're listening and that's been you and your experience, you know, share that with me because I know there are many more like you. And for those that are like us, I would love to connect with you guys too. Like, how are you guys navigating the world and what's your, how has it changed in your marriage and how has it affected the way you raise your kids? Because I know for ourselves, like, it was, we were already doing well in life, right? And I feel like we've had like the setbacks and we've had the challenges, which in the scheme of things I'm grateful for because we became resourceful. We aren't materialistic. We aren't, we're resilient, right? And our kids have seen that. And from the spiritual mindset, we understood then when we were going through these things, okay, we have to talk to the kids about why we feel the way we do. Because they're so empathic as well that they feel when we're scared. They feel when we're stressed. They didn't understand why we didn't have the money to, you know, put gas in the car. Like, they didn't understand that. And I wouldn't have when I was a kid. Like, my family struggled financially. And we never knew why. Right? And we didn't know how to fix it. And I think we've shared that with our kids in that perspective. And I did a podcast, actually, now that I say that, I did a podcast in season one about that of how to communicate with your kids and how to integrate them into helping find solutions. Like our kids have seen us balance a budget. You know, they saw us go through the family budget and say, okay, kids, this is how much we've made this month. This is what our bills are. And, you know, and we've talked at great length about the importance of that and how it's matured them so much. They don't ask for stuff the same way other kids do. They don't, they respect that in those ways <laughs> that no means no. Yeah, we'll, we'll share our problems with them, but we'll share the solutions yeah. to those problems and make sure that they understand that it's okay and that we don't share our stress and anxiety about it. Yeah. But we let them know that you can solve problems and mm-hmm. that there is ways around things and hopefully they remember it. And then yeah. It helps well, them in their journeys. Yeah. And I think it's been really great because we haven't made it like a chore or we even haven't seen it as like a setback or that we've been stripped of anything. Like we actually live a happier life now with less than we did when we had so much more. Oh, less stress. You know? There's, oh, yeah. way less stress. Less stuff you have, less stress you have. Yeah. More money, more problems. Yeah. More money. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, and our kids see that. And so, like, when we do have stresses or we do have these setbacks, the kids understand that this type of whatever the situation is, this is a problem, this is why, this is how we're going to fix it. And then they get to see us, even if we're upset about the situation, because it's very rare that we're not on the same page or that we don't agree. So we don't fight about money. We don't fight about who spent what. Like, we really don't. So when the kids see how to interact, they also see us come together, come up with ideas, and make it work. And then pivot when, when maybe the decision that we decided to make wasn't maybe the right one or the most effective way because we were pretty good at leaning into things when things are difficult instead of shying away from it pushing it under the rug or throwing money at it to go away right uh, 
they make our problems become pretty blatant. You can't sweep those under the rug. No, there's no rug. <laughs> Especially no. when you're 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 shifting your awakening, your problems come forward pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And because you know the kids witness that, and you know even for clients and those of you who are listening are going to relate. You know when we awaken and we're dealing with our triggers and our childhoods and we're just trying to do the best we can so our kids don't experience the same childhoods that we have and the same things that changed and shaped our lives and yet you're emotional and you still have to balance all that and I think right now we're really thrown in and I think this is where we're fortunate that we've awakened before this time because many of you are just awakening and I'd love to see what your challenges are so we can help you best from both of our perspectives. So share with us if you have difficulties because to awaken right now and then have uh, the awareness of the world being thrown at you, the truth being thrown at you right away, right? Like we had, I had a time to see these over decades. Like since my childhood, I saw these visions and then I began researching and then I came into myself like, this has been, you know, 20, almost 30 years some with some issues of my life explored. And then I've been able to unpack in the last six, five, six years for sure. And many of you now are awakening right now and the truth is being revealed about the world. And then you're homeschooling your kids. Maybe you've lost your job. You're dealing with the financial strain of what's going to happen next. And like we've had the fortunate opportunity where, yes, I'm working from home but the kids are home with me right now, but we've already been through so much even back in 2015 that really prepared us for now. So we're not taking such a big hit right now. So we prepared. Yeah. And I think we prepared for a lot because we had to be resilient before. So, you know, I'd love to know what your challenges are right now. And certainly, as I say that, so that we can help you through this process right now of how to rebalance those finances, how to jump back. You know, there's many resources that we have that we've utilized ourselves. We've done a lot with Dave Ramsey. We've done a lot with using just cash. We, we know how to budget and figure out what's the most important, right? How to narrow everything down and be resilient. How to communicate with each other and be respectful. That's huge. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, that's so huge. Because no matter what the problem is, it's it's all in how you handle it and how you work together. And because there's some things that we didn't even know how. On paper, we should have never made it through. <laughs> and yet, because we were, you know, manifesting the same goals and had the same way of thinking was huge. Change yeah. your mind, change your life. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. You can't stress that enough. Oh, for sure. You know, and that's one of the things that I've liked about you finding like Alan Watts because we've learned a lot that way. And then even the book, which I've mentioned many times on the podcast, The Ten Rules for Life uh, by Jordan Peterson. Like, and then Joe Dispenza. Yeah, Dr. Joe Dispenza. You know, yeah, working within that quantum theory, work, let your thoughts matter. You know, and that was funny because we both are like, it's like the rubber band on the wrist. It's like Jason reminds me when I need to be positive and when thoughts matter. And then, you know, and I'm doing the same thing with him and with the kids. And it's really certainly changed your perspective on a lot of things and brought a lot of harmony into our life. It makes life a lot lighter. Yeah. 
You just, you don't wallow. No. No, and we do seem to move through things rather quickly, even though they're hard. Like, yeah, and I think that partnership, the patience and the communication, and, you know, everybody says that until it's time to really need to do it, right? And I think that that's where... In the communication, I think how we communicate maybe even on a deeper level or maybe more effectively, I guess, because we're both empathic, but then we are also intuitive. So we know so much about each other and not just because we've been together for so long, but because we feel each other and we haven't lost that connection. We've only made it stronger. And I think when we began to lean in to make that connection energetically work, so our souls were tuned in where we stopped, reflected, and paid attention to the other person on an energetic level, you know, tapped into their heart Mm -hmm. and saw it and felt it from the heart and coming into our conversations, even if they're hard to have, or if one of us is upset at the other, we give our, each other the space we need and then come truly to a heart to heart conversation. Yeah. We we don't let it, we don't let it sit. No. And we don't lead with our emotions in an angered way. Things can get heated if we're not feeling heard or validated. But like, ultimately, we lean in because we feel each other. And instantly, you know what the other person, how you've made them feel. You know, this is my experience. It's like, I know how I've made you feel. And then I take responsibility for that. Right? And I think that's been a huge thing, too, is that we're each... You know, as far as if we can give advice going through this time is to be patient with each other, to communicate how you feel, even if you don't really understand why you feel the way you do, but then to give the other person that respect of allowing them to have those feelings and then not trying to maybe necessarily solve it either, right? Yeah, sometimes you got to look through the other person's eyes a little bit. Yeah, and see Everybody's what's best. Yeah, for the collective in your family, like to see what's best, so that it's not just pushing a certain agenda or making somebody not feel. How do you want to say that? Like validated. Yeah, like validated and heard, but then also okay for having a different opinion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that we can, even if we don't understand it, then we can see it and we feel it. And then we just validate it that way because we know we've been felt. And I think that's a big thing is that once you have those tools of your spiritual connection, and we'll kind of leave you with this today, and this can be your homework as a family, is to tap into your children during this time because they might be going through frustration that they don't even understand. Maybe they're more emotionally... um, having a more of a difficult time emotionally being away from their friends at this time or you be certainly being less active. Like our kids can't go to the park. They can't play with the friends right now. So, but I think they're handling it really well, but leaning into how they feel and not trying to just say, okay, well, we're all stressed, right? It's like, yeah, it's stressful for everyone. Let's just work through it. Well, we have to give each other the validation of what is it that's hard for you? What's it hard for me? How are we going to work together to fix it? And I think we do a pretty good job of that and tuning in even multiple times a day, I'd say, with each other saying, hey, 
how are you, what's going on, but then meaning it on a deeper level. Right. Yeah, we have a pretty good communication of that. So do you have anything, like a, anything final that you want to add or <laughs> before we wrap up for today? No, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, doing this more and uh, answering any questions anybody has. I'm certainly an open book and I will share all the knowledge I would have about anything. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jason, for being a part of this and and being here today. And certainly for all of our listeners here at the D Word, you guys are such an amazing tribe. And I'm so excited to serve you and to be here for you. And so head on over to the Facebook page. The links are below and we'll be here to answer your questions. So hit us up there, pop us a message and, um, and let us know how we can best serve you. What kinds of questions do you have? What areas of your life are you wanting to focus on? And we can create content around that for you to help you along this journey. So we look forward to seeing you guys here next week. Many blessings to each and every one of you. Take care. Are you ready to find your strength and take control of your life? Do you want to learn to love yourself and improve your relationships with your loved ones? I can help you remove toxic people and change negative environments so that you can begin to thrive and live your best life. I'm going to give you the keys and the tools that you need to succeed on your journey and reach for your dreams to make big things happen for you. If you're ready to start now with your spiritual development coaching, I'd love to help you. Three-week and eight-week programs start February 15th. Let's book your one free hour discovery call today. Spots are available this coming week. Hit up the comments below and see your link to book now. 